Alright, welcome to a very different, very special episode of Rocky Like a Hurricane Rana. You're with Simon and Owen, and we are live in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. WrestleMania is literally happening right now. It is, and we are in our very special media box. We've got a very good spot. The crowd is pumping, and the pre-show just finished. Yeah, that's right. So we've already seen three matches. I didn't think two battle royals this close to each other would be good. They were completely different, both super fun. We just watched the women's one, Naomi. It was like a swerve on a swerve. Everyone was, was like, well, Bailey turned and threw out Sasha. And then it was like, oh, Naomi's not eliminated. That was really good. But before that, we had a brilliant cruiserweight match, a match that a lot of people have been looking forward to because of how much they built this champion, like recrowning of a champion. And so we have a new champion. Cedric Alexander is now the cruiserweight champion. A lot of people would have thought of him as Staff Riley the way they built him, but no. That the man with the fantastic lumber check wins it. Yeah, I, and, and you know what? Cedric probably deserves it. It feels like he got close to winning or he was, you know, quote-unquote meant to win for so long. He finally got it. i got to say, if we're rating the match on outfits, though, Mustafa Ali dressed as, like, Sub-Zero or Glacier, Glacier. for WCW <laughs> fans, he, he wins that for me. And then before that, we had the men's, the, men's, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Good match. I really enjoyed it. I'm not the biggest Battle Royal guy, but this was very good. I love Battle Royals. I think they're good, especially at the end. That's when, you know, the drama kicks in. Uh, you had two guys who could have done repeat wins. It was Baron Corbin, it was Mojo, and it was Matt Hardy. Yep. And we were all thinking, oh, you know, will Matt just win? What's the story going to be? Lights go off. Lights go on. It's Bray Wyatt as sort of, you know, a now a Mattitude follower or like broken Bray Wyatt, whatever yep. he is. I really liked it. He sort of assisted Matt and they hugged. Bray was smiling, which was kind of weird and the cool. M- the MVP for, Matt, for that match, though, is our new best mate, Dolph Ziggler. The amount of times he did the Shawn Michaels save himself over the top rope, I counted six at one point. That's right. He doesn't just do a lot of super kicks in a match. He did a lot of skin the cats in the match. <laughs> so he's like Shawn Michaels times six, it seems. It was so really yeah, cool. There you go. The pre-show is done. Coming up next, the main card, the first of many. We've got five hours to go through. I'm very excited. Let's do it. Okay, so the Triple Threat Intercontinental Championship match just wrapped up. Those entrances were amazing. Miz had this crazy outfit on. He sent the Miz to the back. Seth had these really weird all blue eye contacts in the really sick, very like, very glacierish. Maybe it's the theme tonight. <laughs> okay, Glacier or Sub-Zero are like the heroes of everyone tonight. Absolutely. What is going on? And of course, Finn Balor. We spoke to him at the press event about the new um, For Everyone Balor Club t-shirt with the, the rainbow colours. His entrance was spectacular. He incorporated that again. That Lots of people highlight. up on stage with him. Yeah, exactly. The inclusion theme. Really so cool. cool. Fast-paced match. As good as the one they had a few months ago in Raw. That was amazing. New champ. New champ, Seth Rollins. Our man, the King of Metalcore. Curb stomping everyone. It was, a great, it was a great match. And as you can probably hear, the match is going on right now. Charlotte versus Asuka. We will be back very soon to review it. So, hey, so far, so good. This has been... They've gone early with this one. So far, it's looking great. So let's have a look at it. All right, there you go. And holy crap, what a women's match for the SmackDown women's title. Yeah, Charlotte and Asuka just tore the house down. The crowd was completely into it. Amazing entrances. And like you mentioned during the match, a little bit of a more hard-hitting, almost, you know, Japanese-influenced style match. Very much a Japanese women's match there. Most of it, but man, what a... A lot of the match, Asuka was, obviously she got her in the triangle, really working that arm. And then all of a sudden, Charlotte gets the figure four on, gets into the figure eight. Holds it for quite a while, and then what happens? 
Oscar tapped out. The streak is over. Don't come to New Orleans with a streak. Shit will end. It's going to end real quick. It's over. Undertaker backstage just like, oh my God, it happened again. Hey, and speaking of which, one of my favorite things ever out of WrestleMania. So the match is wrapping up. A rev I thought cash in. Yeah, I thought yeah. Carmella cash in, but no. What happens? The ref jumps the rail, tells Cena, oh, you got to go. Because you Cena go. is sitting in the in the um, audience. Yeah. And as we are talking, Cena is getting ready. And as you can hear, we only know one thing's happening. US triple th- US battle four-way matches starting it's right Rusev now. Day. You're it's so Rusev excited. Day. It's Rusev Day. It's glorious. So let's right. go watch it. Well, there you have it. Short and sweet for the US title match. Yep. Everyone got their stuff in. It was one of those matches that it was one of those, let's throw the match in there, but they really, everyone did what they needed to do. Orton was giving out RKOs after RKOs. Bobby was giving out glorious DDTs. Rusev was kicking the crap out of everyone. But we have another new champion, second one for the night. Man, another title change. It was the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal. I called it. I thought maybe, why not? Let's give it to him. I think the crowd wanted Rusev, but... Who cares what they wanted? <laughs> just gotta, we just got to wait that a little bit longer for a fantastic Rusev Day celebration. But as we know, Jinder's a very good heel champ. So they know what they're doing with him. So I feel like it's a pretty good decision like from a booking standpoint. I'm not going to complain. I don't mind Jinder Mahal. He was good to us the other day. So Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jinder after speaking to him. Now. <laughs> exactly. So like, yeah, He's changed my mind. But hey... As you can probably hear right now, they've pulled the trigger pretty early on this one. It's only an hour and a, not even an hour and a half into the show, and Ronda Rousey is literally just about to make her debut in WWE. Team with Kurt Angle, going up against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Very excited that Steph hasn't wrestled for a while. Yeah, but I, I think, I feel like if anyone's going to be prepared for this, Steph would have prepared big time she's been training you've seen it on social media this is a match a lot of people are here for so let's see if it lives up to the hype let's go check it out so our wrestlemania special continues we just got wrapped up with the mixed match uh tag it was stephanie and triple h against ronda and kurt and And i'm not just saying this because we're here at mania i've been this is my sixth mania I can be as cynical as I want. That match was fucking amazing. That was incredible. Like actually incredible. Like I like I wasn't a cyn- I wasn't cynical, but I was I was just cautious, I guess. But wow, Ronda Rousey is absolutely brilliant. And I'm not just blowing smoke. No. Absolutely brilliant. The fact that she looked like a professional wrestler. Yeah. For a first match for someone who like from a physical standpoint, she looked as good as anyone. In the same way that people said that about Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar, maybe we will say that about Ronda Rousey. Obviously, this was, you know, planned for forever and ever and to the last moment, and they pulled it off like it looked brilliant, that match. But I think Ronda looked like that didn't have anything to do with just being well choreographed. Yeah, and the the part where she just went absolutely... She was really throwing those fucking... She was really throwing those punches oh, into the combos into, look into great. Trips that spinning Samoan drop that she did, all of the moves looked great. That was fantastic, absolutely brilliant. So yeah, and then Ronda <laughs> gets the tap out. Yeah, that was so awesome I'm and so, so fun. Stoked. Triple H was doing all these over the top selling. Stephanie as well. They eased up on the the mixed tag rules of the WWE really and, and changed it up, man on woman type situations it was brilliant I really really liked that I, I feel like we're super positive the show's like just over an hour in and we're just said everything is good 
This could be one this of those manias. One of the best manias. But yeah. soccer, as you can hear, the New Day just walked out. I'm very interested in this match, so let's go check it out, Simon. Let's do it. So the Usos just made their WrestleMania debut defending the SmackDown Tag Titles in the Triple Threat Tag, the New Day. Ridiculous entrance. They had some uh, little people dressed up as pancake stacks. Very interesting. And then we saw the Bludgeon Brothers, very brutal dudes. Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, they've, they've been at WrestleMania before, they've had their stuff, but their new package, they've um, debuted at WrestleMania, and pretty decent debut, if you ask me. I kind of like it, you've got the Bludgeon Brothers now, you've got the Authors of Pain on the way up, you've got War Raiders on the way up, as we've seen, you've got these just huge guys who are going to beat the piss out of each other, so hey, Bludgeon Brothers winning the belts, I don't mind, it wasn't the longest match, something's going to go short of time, but I'm sure... There's another triple threat tag match coming at another. Yeah, the, re uh, the rematch will be good. I think they could probably build another program around it. Usos are too good at the moment to try and like just like push them away yeah. into the sunset for now. They're super over. They're more of a face team now. I'm really excited though. And hey, we don't know what's coming up next. So I'm let's go back into the box. Yeah, this is a weird episode, but let's sort of keep rolling. So I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to do. I just. <laughs> No words are coming to me right now to explain the last 20 minutes of <laughs> what just happened. That was one of the most entertaining things I've seen at a WrestleMania and one of the most unique. So this story started in the pre-show with Start, Cena. This started at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Wearing an Undertaker shirt in the crowd. They kept cutting to him throughout. And then, you know, the ref ran to him as we recap before. He ran to the back and now he came out. They said a match was happening. Elias answered the challenge. Did a song. Played, you know, House of the Rising Sun. Obviously being in New Orleans. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, gets FU'd by Cena. Cena's leaving. They do, do the effects. And all of a sudden, Undertaker's hat. The hits. The, everything hits. and The hat and the coat are back in the ring. Yeah. And then they burn. So Undertaker obviously is like, oh, motherfucker, I'm not done. I want that shit back. Yeah. So he sent it back to hell. And then he came out of the ground, which is hell. <laughs> With the hat and the coat back on. And I guess he was regenerated because he was like, I've burnt those ones. I've got new ones now. I just... And he, John Cena got squashed at WrestleMania. Are they words no one ever thought you'd hear? But it's something that... I don't know. I'm try, actually still trying to like, just like fathom what happened. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's... It was... Obviously, we weren't going to get like a 20 minute, like... We weren't going to get like a dress like... A WrestleMania 25 era to Undertaker. Yeah. But we got, like, the fans got what they wanted. The you fans got, got Undertaker versus John Cena. Yeah, it was four minutes, five minutes, but the month-long build seems finally worth it. And it almost worked in that, like, if you piss off The Undertaker that much and he comes back full-powered, he will kill you. It's still The Undertaker. Yeah. So I guess he's fully regenerated. And yeah, he beat he beat John Cena and made up for the last loss in New Orleans, where the crowd was dead. You know, after being heartbroken, this was the opposite. This was redemption. Oh, what a segment! This is fucking amazing. Ripped out old school. He ripped out all. He ripped out everything. He did the snake eyes, big boot, leg drop, old school choke slam. Finished with the, with <laughs> tombstone. tombstone. You're dead, basically. Cena took it like a champ. Yeah, I'm so happy. You got to see The Undertaker's entrance live for the first time. How I fucking amazing. I got to see amazing. The Undertaker wrestle for the first time live. How great is his entrance? Absolutely incredible. They don't lie when they're like, oh, you have to experience it live. That's I actually, not honestly, this is going to sound weird. Tears were welling up in my eyes. It was very, very special for me. Yeah. But there you go. That was... How do they, how do, they do it? I don't know, but... I... I... All right. As you can tell, this, if you're watching live right now, like... 
they're doing the Hall of Fame thing right now. I expect Raw Women's Championship. I expect something to happen, like a, a Alexa Bliss DQ, win by DQ, both double down. Carmella comes out. I think there's going to be a cash in. They need to do something big to follow up from that. All right, let's see if you're right. I don't even know what to say. Um, so Daniel Bryan just returned to the ring first time in whatever it is, three years, two and a half years. I think I had tears streaming down my face. That was the most incredible. Again, a lot of the, a lot of these people I haven't seen wrestle like live before, but like, yeah, I had tears. I was I was done. Like as soon as his music hit, he came around in the ramp. I had tears just barreling down my face. Yeah, I think for a lot of fans, Daniel Bryan's run has been you know a roller coaster of emotions from. WrestleMania 30 to getting injured, to having to return again, then getting injured again, then retiring. Now this, he looked amazing, great shape physically, like he looked really good. New entrance was really cool, like he got the big production video package. Yeah, 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 yeah. The new tights, everything was brilliant. They did, you know, the stretcher job fake out again, reminiscent of WrestleMania 30. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the sequel to WrestleMania 30 really this is. year. But then you got... Owens and Zane did a fantastic job with that match too. Shadow Mac did a goddamn coast to coast and nailed it too. I used to think that he was using the trash can to give himself a little bit of room to make it easier. But nah, man, he hit it flush. And Brian, yeah, hit every move great. Went through all the classics. Yeah, absolutely. He did the, the yes lock slash cattle, whatever you want to call it. Did all the kicks, all the corner kicks. The yes kicks were incredible. The yes chants in that crowd looked ridiculous. Looked incredible. I hope the, the atmosphere translated on TV because that was fantastic. It was incredible. We don't, there's still like an hour and a half left and there's so much more to do. Massive matches left still. Yeah, I know. We've still got Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. We've still got Who was Braun's tag partner? Who was Braun's tag partner? We will never, we'll find out soon, hopefully. Yeah. So the rest of this is now going to sound different. We've been checking in after every match live from the stadium. We got caught up in all the delirium of being at WrestleMania and all the crazy shit that was happening. So as you're listening to this part of the show, we're back in our hotel room yes. a few hours later. It is, and I think we I think we did take the right time to take time off because there was a lot to comprehend in the last hour and a bit of WrestleMania. Yeah, it's kind of weird when a show is that long. And just to preface that too, we actually went to a little bit of the access session that was here in New Orleans uh, the this morning and we saw a few matches there too. We have seen a fuckload of wrestling, not just this weekend, but today specifically. Yes, yes. So I think we were edging on, on 12 hours of wrestling today, potentially. Yeah. yeah. So my brain's a bit of a mush. But the match following the fantastic emotional I Owen is a complete mess Daniel Bryan return match was the Raw Women's singles title yeah that's right Nia Jax Alexa Bliss and I've got to say I think you know it's a good Wrestlemania or like a good pay-per-view when they can do video recap packages for most of the feuds meaning that yeah. there's something to it yep this one had one it had you know a reason to exist beyond just a title match Naya and Alexa, I guess a lot of people thought it could be a squash match, like that would be justified. I, I was ex I was definitely expecting like a, a less than five minute match, but it was closer to, to 10, over 10. Yeah, and, and they did some cool stuff and I liked Naya like taking out Mickey before she had Straight, a so Yeah, she her. was, yeah, I think it was a brilliant idea. Like it was really well, like that, that was probably the best that match could have done was just purely make it about a singles match. There was no factors toward one person. Yeah. Um. I really liked it. Like, I, there was a couple of people going, oh, I should have swapped with the flair. 
with the Charlotte and Oscar match. I liked where it was. It broke up the. Um, it broke everything up. It, it, that's a double-edged sword because then if they put Oscar and Charlotte after the Daniel Bryan return, and let's say the crowd wasn't fully into it, then people would use an excuse and yep. they'd say, "Oh, it was in the wrong spot." Yes. <laughs> so. Whereas the girl, the Naya and. Bliss actually found a reason to get the crowd re-involved re- and reanimated, and they did it through not just like cool in-ring stuff, but like a good story that everyone bought into. Nia Jax as a hero and like a role model to girls and overcoming the bullies. Yeah, absolutely. They finished the story and she did it, and, and man, the, damn, yeah, she did she finish it really well. Good. Yeah. Well, she definitely finished well because we ne- we now have a new Raw Women's Champion, and I'm happy with this. Um, and again, and I guess another double-edged sword was. Let's say it was a squash match. Then everyone will say, oh, after such a long title reign, you buried Bliss. There's, yeah. there's always two ways to do things. They yeah, decided to make it a match. This way, Bliss went out fighting, I guess. But I, I like how... And obviously, the way I'm saying these words aren't offensive. But I like how the little girl was the heel and like the, the taller, bigger girl was the face. Yeah, and then they played into that too by, yeah, the story that was told in the past few months to do with, you know, b- bullying and... Body shaming and whatnot, and it was good. Um, we can get cynical about WWE sometimes, but they finished the story off the right way. Finished the story the right way. I'm interested. I'm assuming, um, hopefully, Nia retains when they're in the uh, the rematch, the contractual rematch, as they call them. Mm. Which usually a lot happen on Raw. So let's see if it happens um, on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So that was good stuff. The Raw Women's Division rolls on. It's kind of cool. Yep. After that, though, we go to SmackDown. It's time for the WWE Championship match. The dream match. The one that never happened, but everyone knows it has. Yeah, and they, they did play to that in the promo video. How weird was that promo? We, we were, we were kind of losing our mind you, a little bit, you and me, in the box about this because there was photos of Nakamura with the, the obviously, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship belt. There was photos of AJ Styles with both Ring of Honor and TNA belts. Yeah, they did. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Acknowledge their past really cool here. They showed, you know, the Japanese magazines, the wrestling magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool by the time the match started. Uh, Nakamura's entrance in the stadium was so awesome. Oh, yeah, because we we saw Nita Strauss in the crowd for NXT. Yep, and we'll, and they're like Alice Cooper's guitarist, and we're like, that's cool, but you know, why? Yeah, maybe she's just a fan. Mm-hmm. Turned out she was going to play guitar along with a group of violinists and along with like live drummers. And yeah, yeah, that was the best was, version of Nakamura's entrance. I think they should keep it. I reckon we'll get to actually. We'll review the match first, and then I'll give you my opinion on what's going to happen. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the match, we all settle in for it. I guess everyone around the world did. You know, it's been billed as the dream match. It's going to be a classic. And the match didn't necessarily have much build beyond that because they were selling it as this is going to be the wrestling match. They don't need a story. They're going to tell the story by being, you know, Steamboat Savage. They were were billing it as a straight up just like this is an in-ring classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrapped up pretty quick for what people expected. Finish seemed to come out of nowhere. I think, I reckon that was more of a a, a quick little change in, not the the decision of who won the title, but I think definitely they may have uh, taken it home a little bit earlier. But I really, and I'm not, I know I'm the Japan nerd on the show, but, I'm not trying to be biased, but I really liked the match. The, I, the build was brilliant. Like every every move happened for a reason. It was you knew it was this match wasn't going to be bad because look who's in the match. 
Yeah, the match wasn't bad, and where it went, I know. I guess some people were expecting that that next high point where it's kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out. Both guys look, look yeah. really strong, but yeah. this wasn't that match yet. Yep. And when it ended, we were like, "Oh, was it only wrapped up for time?" Nakamura in a throwback to earlier in the night where Asuka lost, even though she won the Royal Rumble, graciously handed the belt to Charlotte. Looked like Nakamura was going to do the same. Even no. got on one knee to present the yeah, title. Yeah, very, very honorly. Very lots of honor in that. Exactly. Gesture. And then instead of seeing more honor, we saw dishonor. Dishonor. We saw chaos. Ooh, we saw, good, good, good job there. Like good point of words. I think we saw the real King of Strong Style, not Strong Style in that he dances. The King of Strong Style, As who in, was a piece of shit, who would do promos from a bar before a big match. This is like this is Nakamura. Nakamura we haven't. Seen this is Nakamura WWE. who walked to the ring with. Strippers, the strippers. like this is yeah. like as as I, I posted on Twitter, I'm like, give me black pants, Nakamura, baby, because he's come back. Like that that, that mid two to late two thousands heel yeah. Nakamura. I think it's probably the best thing to happen because I think people are kind of getting old of, over it because they were saying, oh, something beyond an entrance. We don't get it. Why is yeah. so goofy? That's not what the character really is. And hopefully, we still see more because that nut shot was great. Reminiscent of the nut shot Jericho gave to Sean after yeah. their match, where Sean slid down. AJ did a similar thing. You're like, oh, dramatically yeah. slid down. And, and then those, oh, the that stomps. the first kick in the face of AJ was probably one of the more brutal I've seen. He literally just stomped him straight in the eye socket. And we haven't seen Nakamura do that since his first match in WWE with Sami Zayn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was reminiscent of that. Puts him on the outside. Kinshasa. A yeah. couple times against the ring apron, which I think was... A, as soon as I saw Styles drop to the ring apron, I'm like, oh, this could be really good like because it really shows brutality. Yeah, and now we have a reason for a rematch. Yeah, absolutely. And a total different dynamic. There's, a, You know who to cheer, you know who to boo. Oh, I'm looking th- forward to this, this could, being a real feud. This now. could be a year-long feud. Take it to SummerSlam and then do the proper rematch next absolutely. year. Absolutely. I'm sure. Absolutely. So they got something good there. That was cool. Again, another surprise. That's what I've liked about this mania so far. Yeah, like with, with at the moment, like we've had a lot of belt changes that are surprises, but this one was a, re, uh, this one was a retainer that was a surprise to me. Because again, everyone thought this may have been a sure bet too. Oh, Nakamura wins. But yeah. no, they totally fucked us on that. Next up, it's time for the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Cesaro and Sheamus came out with this cool kind of like Mardi Gras float. Every, yeah, it was great. It was heaps of fun. Totally different. And again, I like different people having the big entrance. It wasn't the, the usual suspects like Take and Triple H. It was also Daniel Bryan got the cool entrance. So yeah. did Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah. They get to the ring. Braun comes out, tips the float off the stage and just ruins the Mardi Gras float. Yes. That was cool. It was very funny. Because uh, Braun's the man. He gets on the mic. He's like, you know, who's my partner? I told you I'm going to wait. And then he says it's going to be someone in the crowd. I guess we all saw what happened here. He picks out hashtag Nicholas, who <laughs> seems to be the talk of Twitter. Um, some amazing comedy has come from this. There has been. I, I, I applaud that. I do. And this was a real risky move because this all depended on how the crowd was going to buy it. The crowd completely bought into it, though. Those chants for Nicholas to get the tag and when they won <laughs> were huge. Yeah, they, they were. I just, I didn't like it. I'm not, I... Yeah, I just didn't like it. I feel I I I can see where they're going with like what could happen with it, but like 
in my eyes, this was edging to be one, of, if not one of, but if not the best WrestleMania. And in, I believe that they kind of they, they did kind of ruin it with I'm, what happened. I'm still putting it top five. This show was a shitload of fun. Oh, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I know what you mean. This I feel like has yeah sort of made or br- made or broke it for some people. Yep. To me, I liked it. Um, because it was silly, it was over the top, it you know, made Braun look cool or whatever because he could win a match even with a kid as a partner. Absolutely, yeah. And now they've come up with this cool bit of like WWE folklore. The, 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 the idea of Nicholas is going to be a running thing we'll remember for a long time though. Absolutely will be, but I'm looking forward to, to see what they do on Raw. Like, do they strip him of the titles? Does do they make him find someone? Does someone come out and just match themselves with him? Like, it should be interesting. Yeah, and that's the way to do it. They beat him down on Raw, and he, you know, they say you need a real partner and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where that can go. That was cool. And then the main event, and oh, I'm I, gonna rant on the crowd a little bit for this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm with you. Oh my God, the crowd was so good for this show. They reacted properly to Ra- uh, Rousey. Both women's matches got good. Yeah. Everything was fine, but then this match came along. The crowd thought they knew what was going to happen. They're throwing beach balls around. They're being dicks. They're not watching. And these guys were killing each other. You know, suplexes and table spots and whatever else. Um, and then, yeah, we get to the finish. There's like all these suplexes and F5s. And the crowd decides to boo and not see the finish. And they didn't even react right. So, yeah, they do, you know, multiple F5s, multiple German suplexes. Roman's getting suplexed to the outside. He's getting put through tables. Yep. He's doing his kicks. Yep. The match was good, and that's what's annoying, but they weren't watching because they thought they knew the finish. Yeah. I, I, I said this to a lot of people on Facebook, Twitter, people were messaging me going, oh, what do you think of the event? I loved it. I really, really liked it. Um, Because, yeah, I think I think I like, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, as some people pointed out, like using your finisher six times to finish one person, but someone who's bigger, like using it once and getting, and like that's, that, that's it. Like it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to many people, but I think what I liked most was, I don't know, there was just some certain points that really put it over for me. Yeah, it felt like a real fight. These two have good chemistry, and that's what it feels like. We get to the, the bit where Brock is like, I can't put this guy away, he takes off his gloves. To, you know, add that sense of this is the next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bust him open. Roman is covered in blood. They do yep. that classic shot. Roman's face was literally well, crimson mask, like, old school style. Yeah, like when because there was the same. It was the same spot that happens to Orton the other year. Yeah, yeah. He busted him open like from a mount. But with with Reigns, there was actually so much blood. I haven't seen that much blood in wrestling for, like since like. Just like when I watched death matches. It, it looked like that Roman, you know, hulked up one last time. Yeah. Felt like crowd, again, they're barely paying attention. They're chanting dumb shit, CM Punk, whatever the fuck. There was a this is awful chance I, th- I thought was just yeah. fucking ridiculous. I know, because the work was good anyway, quote unquote. So anyway, goes to do a spear, goes to do a second spear. Brock catches him. F5, crowd wasn't watching. And they but missed then, the- Yeah, they missed it. One, two, three hit. Crowd goes crazy because no one expected it. Brock retained. It was all bullshit about them leaving that night. Yeah. We were worked. Even if Brock leaves on Raw, it doesn't matter. They made you think he was leaving on Mania. Yeah. Everyone fell for it. Absolutely. And I think the ending to that match was worth the match. I thought... As in, it paid it off. 100% agree. 
So yeah, overall, I love that this WrestleMania was all about surprises and crazy shit. This happening. WrestleMania was fantastic. <laughs> it really was a shitload of fun. There were, as I said, there was just one thing that pissed me off, but I think I could probably look past that. Yeah, especially if it pays off on Raw with, you know, a cool I'm assuming partner. it will be. Exactly. But we'll have to wait a couple hours. <laughs> That's right. Until then, thanks for listening to this. Bit of a different show, but we wanted to take advantage of being here and react as it happened. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we, I, it was like 10 minutes before the show starts. I'm like, hey, why don't we just do like a a quick live recap after every match? Yeah, see how it goes. And it's going well. So, yeah. so after a long fucking day of wrestling, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>